Hey guys, I'm back. It's been quite some time. Thank you for sticking with me and listening to another episode of your favorite podcast, Four Vaginas Only. I've been away for a while. Um, if you follow the Four Vaginas Only Instagram page, then you would know that I went on my honeymoon a little bit delayed, but we went to the French Polynesia, mainly Bora Bora, Moria, and Tahiti. It was an amazing two-week vacation. Then straight after that, Literally one day later, I got on another plane and had to fly out for work. I'm a locums physician, as most of you may or may not know. So I travel for my job. Um, right now I work in Pennsylvania. So I had to fly out and go work for a week. And then I'm back home now and I am ready to continue recording and continue this process of learning about the female body and empowering females through knowledge with the Four Vaginas Only podcast. So, after that little spiel, today's topic is going to be discharge, (laughs) vaginal discharge, a little bit more specifically. And I can't help but wanting to play that Cardi B song, Drip Drip, on here, but I know there's probably going to be some sort of like copyright infringement, but just imagine me playing that for the intro instead of your normal, usual, bounce in your chair intro that I'm going to play right about now. Hello and welcome to Four Vaginas Only, the podcast about everything female. I'm your host, Dr. Celestine, bringing you important information about understanding your health and body in the way you wish your doctor would actually explain it. Came through dripping, drip, drip. (laughs) That's kind of gross, right? Probably to a lot of you guys, but I'm a gynecologist, so it's not gross to me. This is what I see every single day. Anyway, welcome to Four Vaginas Only, the podcast about everything female. I am your host, Dr. Celestine, and on today's episode, which I believe is episode 12, we are going to be discussing vaginal discharge, what's normal, what's abnormal. Um, Mostly, I get a lot of questions in the office about people that come in with discharge, and I would say most of the time, it's normal, but there are some times where it could be abnormal, so let's go through what those details actually are. All right, so with vaginal discharge, just to be clear, some women don't have vaginal discharge at all, really, if any time, even during their menstrual cycle, while some women have vaginal discharge every single day, both of which are normal, as long as you don't have any of the other accompanying symptoms that we're going to talk about with different types of abnormal discharge. So having vaginal discharge every day without it being itchy, without it having any odor, with it being the same kind of color or consistency that it usually always is, is normal. A lot of girls and women come to me saying, you know, I have this discharge every day and it cannot be normal. I don't know what to do about it, but it can be very normal. It's what we call physiologic discharge. Your body just makes a discharge and the discharge can change just a little bit as you go through your menstrual cycle. So let's talk about that. So the menstrual cycle in general can be anywhere from 21 to 35 days long. We call it a menstrual cycle because, you know, just like a circle, when you think it's gone, it turns around and comes right back, right? If you're a female, you know what I'm talking about. You get this bleed every single month and, you know, it can disrupt your life sometimes, but it's just part of being who we are. So anyway, 21 to 35 days in total length is a normal cycle with the bleeding part, your period, 
being usually around two to eight days, depending on who you are. The two-day women, so lucky. The eight-day women, not so much. Um, but hopefully it's not too heavy or disruptive in your life. If it is, go see your gynecologist. Maybe we can help you out with that. So the menstrual cycle, if you think of it as a normal, as a 28-day cycle, let's say, which is a common amount of time that the menstrual cycle can be, day one through five, let's say if you have five days of your period, that's when you're bleeding. Day six through eight, your vaginal discharge can be even like a thick or white consistency. And sometimes people see some brown spotting or streaking in that discharge. And that's because your period just ended. That old blood that's kind of sitting in your uterus is still coming out a little bit during that time frame. Day nine through 12, the discharge can change into even like a creamy or lotion quality. Uh, I know I'm probably ruining lotion for a lot of you out there, but a creamy, lotiony quality and can be increased, an increased amount of discharge than you had in the previous few days. In day 13 to 14, this is about smack dab in the middle of your cycle. In in people that have a 28-day cycle, if your cycle is longer, these days will be a little bit different, but in terms of the discharge that is produced, it's about the same. So in a 28-day cycle on days 13 to 14 is around the time that ovulation happens. The discharge at that time can be almost like an egg white consistency, thin, slippery, stretchy. This is the perfect time to get pregnant. Um, the discharge that's so thin is in the vagina, and it's not blocking the cervix as much as the creamy, lotiony, or thick and white discharge so the sperm can go through. Now, if you're not trying to get pregnant, um, you know, stay away from having unprotected intercourse, use birth control, take a look back at my birth control podcast episode to find out which one might be the right one for you, and use condoms also. But if you are wanting to get pregnant, then hey, go for it. So then after day 13 to 14, you have about days 15 to 28. So that rounds out the 28-day cycle, and your discharge starts to become thicker again and goes away usually about the time that you're going to start bleeding again for your menstrual period. So right back to the beginning, a cycle. Got it? Anyway, so that is a normal menstrual cycle and how the discharge can change in that time frame. Now, like I said before, not everybody has discharge um, all the time or every day, but if you do and it's similar to this discharge that I just described, then it's normal, okay? And one thing I just want to clarify about all of that is even if you're not in days 10 through 14 where you have that thin discharge and can get pregnant, you can still get pregnant on any day of your menstrual cycle, okay? So if you're not trying to get pregnant, in general, on any day of the year, you need to be using condoms or using birth control, all right? Okay, now let's move on. Now let's go on to talk about some discharge that can be abnormal. Now there's a few different things which we label as vaginitis that can cause abnormal discharge. The first one that I see very commonly is something called bacterial vaginosis. So I think I've talked about this in previous podcast episodes. The vagina has bacteria in it. Everybody's does, you know, just come to terms with that fact. But the bacteria is usually good bacteria, also mixed with a little bit of yeast. And that's what keeps the vagina um, clean for the most part, the self-cleaning organ um, that can take care of itself. But there are certain things, such as the use of antibiotics for a certain period of time, sex in itself, douching, which is why we say douching is bad, don't ever do it. Also, if you're using condoms with spermicide, that can sometimes cause some issues down there. Things like this can change the 
bacteria in the vagina and wipe out some of that good bacteria, which leaves room for bad bacteria and overgrowth of yeast to happen. So when this bad bacteria starts to build up, it can cause bacterial vaginosis. So bacterial vaginosis is not an STD. It's not something you got from somebody else. It's just swapping out of the good bacteria with the bad bacteria, depending on what, how that came about, like some of the reasons that I just mentioned. So for BV, the discharge for that is usually a thin, slippery discharge that can be grayish in color or even a little bit of green in color. But the main thing that I find people come in when they're diagnosed with bacterial vaginosis is they talk about this odor. Um, we say it as a fishy odor. I've had people come to me and say it's that or it smells like some things crawled up in there and died. I've had people say it smells like they're walking through a fish market. Um, all of these things can describe that fishy odor of bacterial vaginosis. Usually bacterial vaginosis is not really itchy. It doesn't cause itching or irritation of the vagina usually, but I have seen it, um, happen as well. And the main thing is that odor that I see most commonly. And it's treatable with just um, medication. So not anything that we cannot manage, okay? The next type of discharge that can happen with a vaginitis is a yeast infection. A lot of people are very familiar with yeast infections. Um, these, This type of discharge is usually white and lumpy. And it causes a lot of itching, burning, and irritation of the vagina. Sometimes it can be all the itching and burning on the inside or a lot of itching and burning on the outside, on the labia. It could even turn the labia red in color um, from just the irritation or also from people itching it. Uh, yeast infection, similar to BV, happens when you disrupt the normal bacteria of the vagina and also something that can be easily treated and taken care of and also something that is not an STD, Okay. Our next one that is an STD is trichomonas. So trichomonas, the discharge that's associated with that is a yellowish gray to green discharge, and it can kind of also cause some irritation as well. I'm not going to talk about what we, when I put the speculum in, what I can also see with trichomonas, and when I put it on a slide, what I can see. Uh, we'll get to that maybe if I do a full uh, podcast episode on STDs. But anyway... So the yellow-greenish or gray discharge with also some slight irritation can happen as well. And last but not least, there is something called atrophic vaginitis, which means vaginitis that happens because the vagina is dry, usually in times when the body is producing low amounts of estrogen. So commonly seen in menopausal women, but also can happen in women that are breastfeeding because breastfeeding decreases um, your estrogen hormone. Um... I guess the main point that I want to drive home is that having discharge can be completely normal. As long as you don't have any of the greenish, gray, someone crawled up in me and died smell, irritating of the vagina symptoms, <laughs> which kind of sums up everything we just talked about, then your vaginal discharge is probably normal. But if anything seems a little bit off to you, if, yeah, you have discharge every day, but now it seems a little different or anything like that, make sure you see your gynecologist and have them examine you and possibly test your discharge if anything seems abnormal to them. It's always important not to just take my word for it, but to see your doctor that knows you very well because um, you've been seeing them for some time, even though I would love to know you very well too, but there's only so much I can know across this microphone. 
and make sure that they check you out and that you're not missing something that might be going on with your body. So that's it for my vaginal discharge spiel. Thank you guys very much for tuning in to another episode of Four Vaginas Only. Please don't forget that if you would like to follow Four Vaginas Only in social media, uh, we have a Facebook page named Four Vaginas Only and also an Instagram page named Four Vaginas Only, which includes some stuff not only related to the podcast, but also related to my everyday life and talking about being an OBGYN physician, especially some of my traveling stuff since I'm a traveling OBGYN doctor for right now, and just... um maybe some fun vacation pictures, things like that. And also, I have a blog for Vaginas Only um, website. I think it's fvonly.com. I haven't really updated it recently, but I'm planning on putting some more traveling stuff up there and some more educational material as well in the near future. So stay tuned for all of that. Follow us on social media and keep hanging on, listening to us every two weeks so that you can learn a little bit more about your body. Until next time, bye guys.